Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Breakdown for Monday, the 15th of February 2021. I am your host, Mr. Jolly of Sydney, and you can find me, Mr. Jolly of Sydney, on Twitter. And uh, shout outs to all the big knobs from Hoopball, hoop ball.com. In fact, Aaron Bruski, Dan Bespris, uh, Adam King, all of the great editors and podcasters and uh, fantasy basketball experts, DFS experts and stuff. Go and check it out. Hoop-ball.com. One of the best things going in the fantasy NBA and the fantasy NBA world. So good I said it twice. Hoop-ball.com. Another great thing that goes on in the fantasy NBA world is uh, Mondays on this show because I'm joined by Hank Alasia and he is Hank Aaron 26 on Twitter. Hank, how are you? Great. Great, Mr. Jolly. How are you? Mate, oh, just it always seems like there's lots of really good nuggets to talk about when we get on together. And today is no exception. There's just been some uh, some huge lines, some interesting storylines, lots of great stuff. We might as well just jump straight into it. Yes. Uh, oh, hold on. Before we do, from the weekend, i got one thing to ask you. Are the Celtics as bad as what they look at the moment? And Jason Tatum is someone we talked about before. By the way, we, we haven't had a, a weekend show, so we haven't – just that one nugget I want to ask you about, I guess, is Jason Tatum, very poor on the weekend. His field goal percentage is down. Do you hold out hope for the Celtics and Tatum? I do. I think we have seen this from the Celtics before as a team. Uh, they started out slow a couple of seasons ago, I believe, uh, before they ended up making their run to the – Eastern Conference Finals. So I, th- I think that the Celtics, it's happened before. They'll get it together. I think Tatum will get it together. Tatum is still top 25 play on the season. And I think he'll probably finish uh, a little bit above where he is right now, which is 22. All right. That's good to know for Celtics fans and people who have Tatum. And I, I traded Zach Levine away from him in Dynasty. I traded Levine and Keldon Johnson to get Tatum. Am I going to regret that? Uh, how old is Levine? Levine is 25, so he's three years older, and this is full dynasty, no contracts, keep forever. No, I don't think you're going to regret that. Um, if Levine stays healthy, he's he's also really good. You know, so the upside is there with Levine. I think we've, we've seen him get banged up and get hurt year in and year out. So, um, I mean... Uh, We'll see how Keldon Johnson pans out, but I, I think I don't think you, you'll you'll feel bad, you'll feel bad about that at all. Yeah, I think it's a pretty fair trade because Levine at the moment, the guy I traded with is in a win now build, and Levine is first round at the moment. He's like just off the charts, and he was again today. We'll get to that in a second. And Keldon is Keldon Johnson is also like top sixty on the season, and he looks great for the long term as well. But I think Tatum has that just that that perennial first round upside, doesn't he? Exactly, exactly. That's exactly. He's got the top ten upside, and it's it's not even 
really an upside. I think it's a top 15 expectation. Yeah. Yeah. And and now it's like he's, well, he's at 22, you know, so it's like, well, he's underperforming. So I think that it's, you're looking at a, almost like a floor of 20 or 25. And um, you're looking at top 10 upside. And you're looking potentially at number one overall upside in a couple of seasons. You know, so it's not out of the question. Uh, with Levine, it doesn't seem like he can get there. Although, he's also been very good. Um, with him, it's just been the health. Yeah, and speaking of Zach Levine, let's talk about him because the first game on the slate I want to talk about was the Chicago Bulls winning 112 points to 120. So they were the ones with 120 over the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Chicago are now 11 and 15 and in a play-in spot in the East. The Pacers are 14 and 14, 500 exactly, which places them fifth. The Celtics are 13 and 13. There's only three teams above 500 in the East. It's pretty much squashed over there. Zach Levine, wow. He had 30 and 9. 30 and 9 with three assists, four three pointers. He's the 20th ranked player on the season, as we just discussed. He's averaging career highs in points, assists, rebounds, blocks, field goal percentage, three point percentage, three throw percentage, effective field goal percentage, true shooting percentage, PER, and winning percentage. And I got that from Bulls Nation, who are saying retweet to get Zach Levine in the All Star game. He probably deserves to be in the All Star game, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He's playing. He's playing fantastic. And. You know, as you said, most of those numbers are career highs, but none of them are, you know, screaming out fluke. You know, right? They, they're all, uh, for the most part, incremental improvements. His field goal percentage has taken a big jump, so that one, we may say, we may see a little bit of regression. But the rest of it looks like just the the growth and development of his game, uh, and just a more prominent role on this team. So um, he's looking great, and I think uh, people who have invested in him are are feeling really good right now. And speaking of feeling very good, you very you feel very good if you got Thad Young off the waiver wire, as I did in a few leagues. He was great again. Uh, he, he had 13 and 11 with four assists, two steals on six for eight shooting. Uh, 80th in the last week, which has pulled him back a little bit, but he's 50th over the last month. And this was another really good game from Thaddeus Young. Yep, he's, he's you know, keep playing him uh, as long as, I mean, Wendell Carter came back tonight, but there's still some players out. Otto Porter's still out, so... Uh, Laurie Markkinen is out. So as long as those players are out and he's got time, it looks like he's going to be a solid guy, top 80 or so. And the other thing is they're doing they're doing quite well. They're like winning some games. They're they're in they're losing tight games. They're scoring a lot of points. Their offense is working, and and Thad Young is a big part of that. So look, even even with Kobe, uh, sorry, with uh, Otto Porter Jr. coming back, I think there's probably it'd be hard for them to drop. Uh, Thad out of the lineup now. Uh, speaking of Wendell Carter Jr., he was back from injury. He had 11 and 9 with an, with an assist and a steal on just 4 for 7 shooting. He was 3 for 4 at the foul line. Only 20 minutes for Wendell. Great to see him back, isn't it? Yep, yep. Uh, he looked, you know, pretty, he was pretty productive in a limited run. So it's good for him that he's back. And if you picked him up, it looks like uh, he could, uh, he, he started off slow this season. So, I mean, this is an um, uh, encouraging return for him. I just wonder if he's going to be one of those people who frustrates a lot because he's in and out with injury and he's a bit inconsistent. And I know he's only young, but uh, it hasn't been a great uh, start the last couple, you know, to his NBA career really, is it in terms of his consistency? That's correct. And you hope he can he can work out of it. He's still young enough that hopefully he, he can and, and this doesn't become a career-long thing. 
because he's, he's got all the tools. He's got the length. He can play defense. He's uh, reasonably well. He's obviously got lots of versatility on offense. We'd like to see him get a bit more opportunity to distribute um, as well from, from, the, from the top of the key. We'll see how that all works out. Kobe White was okay is what I've got written. He had 19, 7, and 8, which is nice, but the shooting, 7 for 18 from the field, just 1 for 6 from deep. He's 168th on the season is Kobe White but 68th in the last week, which is encouraging. That's due to hitting four threes a game over the last weekend. And there's also a boost in his assists up to 6.3 per game. Probably some of them are um, Zach Levine <laughs> bombing and hitting off because he's just been out, out of control. Kobe White, uh, it's been a bit disappointing on the season, but do, do we see an improvement here and can this stick? I I don't think it will. I think over the last week he he's... Had a good shooting week, so his field goal percentage in the last week is 46. On the season, it's 40%. And I think it's likely to stay in that range. And I think that's going to keep his value down season long. Uh, you see the rest of the stats, you know, they're, they're pretty good. 15 points, you know, all, almost six assists a game. Uh, two and a half threes, good free throw percentage. Turnovers are decent uh, given the rest of the production, right? So it's really the free throw percentage that's holding him back. That's not something that's likely to change this season. Um, it's an interesting question or, or an issue to think about if you're in a dynasty league is how much how much can he tick that up? But I don't think it's going to be close to the 46% it was last week. I think it'll be closer to the 40%. And, and you know, you know, saw it tonight, 7 of 18, right? So um, it's, it's going to hold him down, and I think he's going to be barely on the fringe of the 12-team of the radar, uh, but 12-team uh, league, but... Um, if you're punting field goal percentage, he could be more valuable. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably think you, you're probably not dropping him because you've, if you've drafted him, you had to spend somewhere between sort of pick 75 and 90, and it, people have to be pretty bad in that in that range for you to drop 168th with 68th in the last week. I think you you hold on and just and just like you said, deal with the field goal percentage if you can. Uh, speaking of field goal percentage, the Pacers were just turd from the field today. Sabonis was great, and I've got written here, but he was also turd. He had 25, 10, and 5 with a steal and four blocks, but he was 7 for 19 from the field, which is bad. He was 11 from the 14, 14 from the line, which is just meh because that's about 78%, and that's probably not good enough to win you three throw percentage, but it is better than he normally shoots. Uh, he was 27th over the last week because the steals and blocks are way up. Um, but only 53rd on the season. Sabonis, uh, he's one of those ones. The stats just look incredible. But, you know, I, I think I'd prefer to have Clint Capella just about than him. Yeah, I think I think if you, especially if you take the, the durability issues out, I think Sabonis, again, because you look at points, rebounds, assists, it looks great. The problem is the defensive stats are low, the free throw percentage is bad, and the turnovers are high. So, uh, it, lo- it almost looks like, you know, you, this guy could be a first-round guy. But then those negative categories come in, and um, and it really it, it just takes away from his value. Yeah, in a points league, he's like his first round. He's absolutely off the charts. So, yeah. And, and look, if you, you're getting huge contributions in multiple categories, so you cannot really complain, but you just have to fortify, deal with those uh, the, the lack of steals and blocks and also the, the free throw percentage, which is poor. Uh, speaking of people who stuff categories, Malcolm Brogdon, he was also great at stuffing cats today. Uh, sounds like a taxidermist. Great at stuffing cats. 
but uh, but his percentages were absolute turd. Uh, he had 23, 15 and 5, but he was 10 for 25 from the field. Uh, Brogo has been great. Speaking of great, Miles Turner, he was a block party. He had six blocks today. That's 90 on the season. Uh, the next best is Gobert with 77. Capella has 55. Boucher has 54. Noel has 48. And then you've got AD and Holmes and, and Jack, uh, Jared Allen and Potal and Mitch Robb, who are all in the 40s. So Turner is double a whole bunch of those. He's just been incredible with his blocks, hasn't he? He's really taken a step forward, and his blocks have been just something crazy this season, and, and really they've, they've taken up to first-round value. So, I mean, I mean what, a, what a player he's been this year. Uh, now, TJ McConnell, it's a bit of a weird that here we are in middle of February and talking about TJ McConnell being absolutely awesome. He had nine, he started, he had 19, four and three with three steals and two blocks. And I've just gotten here in 120.4 WTF with three question marks. He was 29th in the last week with averaging seven assists, 2.3 steals, 1.3 blocks per game on 57%. Uh, field goal percentage. Uh, and I've got written here, sell high if you can get top 75, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do you get for TJ McConnell? Maybe you've just got to hold on to this and write it out because you're probably not going to get top 75 for him, are you? No, and and he's exactly just not going to get the value. And, and he's been a sneaky guy. So even, you know, even throughout the season, he's been a top 100 value, even with this really uh, absurdly fluky free throw shooting. So, you know, he's someone that even when the team is at full health and he's not starting, the assists, the theoretically good percentages, even though the free throw percentage hasn't been there that year, this year, but the assists and um, the steals keep him in the, in the conversation for 12-team leagues yeah, in absolutely. nine categories. And absolutely. If you need assists and steals, then TJ McConnell is your man. And if you don't, then he's probably not your man. Uh, speaking of not your man, uh, a guy I'm kind of out on is uh, Jeremy Lamb. He was bang average again today. I think with TJ Warren coming back and Levert coming back, maybe at some stage, but even just TJ, I'm not sure if he has value in the fantasy playoffs. What about you? I I agree if if the um, if the Pacers are healthy, but I haven't heard about Warren coming back soon, and um, I had a bad experience with TJ Warren a few seasons ago, where he suffered an injury, which was. It was some kind of a leg injury, I believe. And, um, you know, they're like, oh, maybe back in six weeks, and then he wasn't. And, ah, two more weeks, and then he wasn't. And two more weeks, and, and then we were in the fantasy playoffs. So um, if, 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 if Warren is back, if the, if the paces are healthy, then Lamb may get squeezed. But I would hold on to Lamb, and I would, and I would keep him until they're healthy, and then, and then you can drop him. But... I, I don't think the Warren return is imminent yet, and I and he's been a very slow healer in the past. Yeah, interestingly, he's uh, he's 63rd on the season on a per game basis, but 131st in the last week. Uh, it will be a bit up and down, but the fact that he's 63rd that's a bit surprising to me. The field goal percentage well, is has been really good. He's shooting 52% from the field, uh, and he's shooting 94% from the foul line. Those are. Uh, pretty remarkable. I doubt that that will will hold in that spot. If he falls back to what he shot last season, which was forty five percent from the field and eighty three percent from the foul line, then he's you know out. He's outside the top hundred and twenty probably. Yeah, I, th- I think he he runs hot and cold, but uh, he he's someone that can contribute in a number of categories. He won't really destroy any of your you know he won't destroy your field goal percentage. His turnovers are low. 
uh, and he'll chip in with some steals, rebounds, threes, and he can score uh, if he gets hot. So he's a he's a bottom of the roster guy, but I think worth owning as long as he's getting playing time. The next game on the slate to talk about is the Houston Rockets going down to the Washington Wizards, 131 to 119. That's two good wins for the Wizards in a row. And, and with these the play-ins being the way it is, they've still got a chance of making the play-ins, I think. We haven't seen much of them being healthy. We haven't seen much of Westbrook actually being healthy, playing with Beal. Westbrook, his shooting again was bad today, but he did contribute a triple-double and they won the game. And he was a plus 15. Uh, sorry, what was he? No, he was only plus one. What am I saying? Beal was plus 15 and Westbrook was plus one. Let's talk about Westbrook first. He had 16, 13 and 15, eight for 22 from the field. I have benched him in everything except points leagues this week. I've got him in two categories leagues. What was I thinking? I've left him on the bench because I just, I'm trying to win the percentages and he will lose them for you. <laughs> yeah, his, his percentages have been really a disaster this year. Um, it's it's incredible because his, his I mean look at this fifteen assists thirteen rebounds out of it's the Valentine's Day position, coming right? up I mean, two million I mean this guy is is a stat you know, stat stuffer but these percentages are really a disaster plus the five turnovers so if you're in a nine category league he's really taken on three categories with them uh, but you know there's there's room for improvement and 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 he may and I think in a sense he's a buy low. If you can, he got, we discussed this last week. He got traded in my league for Theo Maladon. So, wow. You know. 233rd on the season, 230th in the last week. It's just, it's just not quite good enough. I mean, I was gambling with him on, on picking him up. I think in the, in the 40s in one draft and the other one was somewhere around the same area. Anyway, it was like fourth round kind of stuff, fifth round. Um, I was gambling on like, him repeating what he did last season, but it was clear, obviously, the reason his percentages were a lot better than the shooting anyway and the turnovers were down was because James Harden was handling the ball for him and he was playing off the ball. I don't know if you saw many of the Houston games second half of last season, but it was pretty amazing the way Harden was just drawing all the defense and Westbrook was getting all these shots at the rim. But here, he's facilitating instead, which is upping his turnovers and he's not getting like played into positions where he can just get easy buckets. Instead, He's, you know, he's not getting buckets at the rim at all, and it's pretty rough. Men are already using Manscaped products to groom. Make sure you're one of them. Valentine's Day is upon us. Uh, you don't know where the night is going to take you. And our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you you need to use the best tools for the job. If your girl can't think of what to get you this year, tell her to get the gift that's for you and for her. The best way to get started is with the Manscaped Perfect, Perfect Package 3.0 full of the best products to keep you looking, smelling, and feeling nice. The perfect package, of course, is led by the revolutionary third-generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer with its advanced skin-safe technology, which prevents uh, any messes on the bathroom floor and stuff like that because it's waterproof. Uh, That's very important when it's time for Cupid to shoot his arrow, of course. The perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxes that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those over the old used a stinky pair of boxes you have to these high-performance anti-chafing boxes. Complete your grooming game with a new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. That's the signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas. This cologne is a perfect complement to your collection. So all of this is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. That is HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping, your balls, and the people who enjoy them will thank you. 
Bradley Beal is not rough. He is amazing. He had 37 and 8 with three assists and three steals, 14 for 24 from the field, three for eight from deep. Uh, you just cannot complain if you got him. It's just incredible stuff. Uh, interesting stuff for the Wizards is Mo Wagner. He had uh, played 24 minutes, but he had 15, 3, and 1 with four steals and a block, six for 10 from the field. It looks like he might have 12 team value. Do you think so? Yeah, I think he's worth an ad. Uh, we've seen him. We've seen him in the past. So, I, I, I'd, I'd add him. I'd give him a run. I'd see if he sticks in the starting lineup. And even if he doesn't, if he's getting close to thirty minutes a game, uh, he, he, he may be a twelve-team guy. Mm. Uh, Rui Hachimura had thirteen and nine with three assists and three steals. In a word, is he a twelve-team guy? Thirty-six minutes tonight. Uh, he was a plus nine into the plus-minus, and he seems to contribute to them playing a little bit better of late. Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't. I would. Look at him as the 12th or 13th best guy on your team in a 12-team league. And what about Batans? He had 18 and 4 with two assists and two steals, five for six from deep. Probably you've hold on to him. I saw him dropped in a couple of places. You'd probably pick him up if he was dropped and you keep him. Uh, he's probably going to be better than he has been, hasn't he? Isn't he? I, so I very stubbornly held on to him. Uh, I made the mistake last season. I dropped him. And this year, I'm like, well, it, you know. So tonight, he woke up. It looks good. If he can keep it going, you know, I'll be very happy. But I think we saw how 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 well he played last season. So, I mean, you know what the upside is. They signed him to a big contract. They want him to play. They want him to be a big part of the team. So he's going to have every opportunity this season. And, and it looks like well, it's only one game. But let's hope that this is a sign of things to come. And for the Rockets, there was still no Christian Wood. And boy, oh boy, is that hurting me in a few leagues where I have him. I've got a couple of leagues where I've got other injuries or one where I lost Tommy Bryant and I've got him. Another one where I've got like Nurkic out and now I've got, and Wood is injured as well in that league. And it's just brutal. Uh, and the Rockets are missing him as much in real life as I'm missing him in fantasy, maybe even more because they have not been great uh, of late, and it's just it's, it's just not working out. Demarcus Cousins is not very good at basketball anymore. He played just 20 minutes. He was minus seven in the plus minus. He had 12 points, seven rebounds, no assists, no steals, no blocks. Four of 10 shooting, two for six from deep. Uh, John Wall had 29 points and 11 assists, a steal and a block, uh, but he had five turnovers and just 10 for 26 from the field. It is pretty rough. Let's talk about some interesting and better. Uh, more positive things on the Rockets. It's their sort of breakout guys. Jay Sean Tate of the NBL in Australia from last season with the Sydney Kings. He played 39 minutes. He had 18 points, six rebounds, four assists, and two steals. Does he maintain value after uh, Christian Wood comes back? It's a good question, and and it's it's one that I'm 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 curious to see. Uh, I think obviously if you if you picked him up, you you ride it out, and and you have the luxury of of seeing what happens. You know so. Uh, we'll see how they fit him in there, and um, but he's he's played very well since he's been out. So, um, you know, we'll see what they do. Who's who's gonna who's gonna lose the minutes, and and you know how much usage will it, will it take away from him? And David Nwaba is allergic, uh, electric, allegedly, allegedly electric, and we saw a bit of that today. He had 19 points, 11 rebounds, an assist, and two steals and a block. Is this just because Eric Gordon is out that we're seeing this explosion from him? Yeah, that's what it's, it's just it's an opportunity and, 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 and he's taken the most of it, but it's not likely to last for very long. Yeah, there was no PJ Tucker as well. Um, and so we saw Daniel House Jr. He had 17 points, five rebounds, three assists, a steal and a block. He could be have some streaming value at the minute while other guys are out, but we'll have to uh, see how that all plays out. Now, if you want help, 
from the experts. You can get that if you get the fantasy pass. The, the fantasy draft season is well and truly over. We're like more than a third into the season now, but it's still the best deal in the industry, just four nine nine a month. And now that we're into this regular season, there is zero commitment. You can sign up for one month for five bucks. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know that you will love it, but it's always nice to have that option, of course. The Fantasy Pass has everything you'll need to dominate all year. Updated projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops, and our newest and coolest feature, which is the Hoopball Discord server. It's a bit like a Slack, a Slack um, a chat application or like imagine like threaded chat, uh, chat sort of streaming stuff where you can get information on pickups and drops. You can ask about trades. You can chat with the experts one-to-one. You can uh, find out about your team. You can get DFS advice, betting advice, all these different channels and, and uh, chat threads in there. It's fantastic stuff. It is around the clock because we've got people obviously based in the States and over here in Australia uh, as well amongst other countries. It is great stuff. Go to hoop-ball.com. Click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. Look, it's just the cost of a cafe latte or a beer to try it for one month. You will not be disappointed if you do. The next game on the slate. It was the New York Knickerbockers winning 123 points to 112. Don't look now. The Knicks basically got the same record as the Celtics. They, uh, they, they're much, much better this season, aren't they, the Knicks? Uh, and they're playing winning basketball. Yeah, that, well, they got it. Yeah. Go on. You go. I was going to say, they got, they got a new coach. They got a new coach. They got one of the best, really, uh, not necessarily uh, the best with, with managing personalities or, or, or things of that nature, but certainly one of the best in terms of being a tactician. And, um, you know, he works his, his players very uh, hard and, and they typically respond and he, and he does very well with them. So, um, yeah, the Knicks, I mean, Randall having a career season, uh, Derek Rose is back, Barrett having a, having a good improvement from last year, Peyton playing much better. Um, all around the, the team is playing better. So let's see how, how well they can, uh, Keep it, keep it going. Yeah, and I think the the statistics from today just bear out everything you've said. Julius Randle had 44, 9, and 5, 7 for 13 from deep, 9 of 12 at the foul line. Uh, the only thing not contrib- contributing there is the defensive stats, but wow, you can't complain that. 41 huge minutes, and they, and they won the game. Uh, RJ Barrett, as you said, last season he was really bad. He's outside the top 250. This season he's around about... 120th. He had 21 points, six rebounds, three assists to steal, three for three from deep, and eight for 14 from the foul line. The field goal percentage and the three throw percentage being up and a bit more contribution in the defensive stats is what has pushed his value up this season. Nolan's Noel is filling in, of course, with uh, Mitch Robinson out for a while, and he's definitely worth picking up if you haven't done it already because he got three blocks. Just uh, six points but f- and four rebounds to assists, but two steals and three blocks. He is category winning for steals and blocks this fella uh now the ones i wanted to ask you about is sort of the messiness with all the, the smalls and the wings burks 19 minutes he had four points four rebounds and assist and a steal but he doesn't look to have value Derek rose had eight three and three in his just 23 minutes quickly just 21 minutes 16 two and five rj barrett we mentioned had a good game alfred payton played 25 minutes he had 12 and seven with an assist and a steal a bit frustrating if you own any of those, isn't it? Yep, and it's and it's preventing all of them. I mean, Barrett's getting the full run, but Peyton, Rose, and Quickly are all. Um, it's tough because none of them are getting more than twenty-five minutes. But Quickly has been so productive this year in limited minutes, and um, 
you know, I picked them up in a lot of places and then I, I dropped them once they got rose. Um, and it looks like he's just going to be capped under 25 minutes, but I mean, he is, he has been so productive in, in limited time. Um, you know, they may end up trading Peyton. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, but, um, I added Rose in one spot. Um, and he's, he's also, he's capped with the minutes, but he's been surprisingly productive in, in, in limited runs. So, um, None of them are going to have a high ceiling as long as the three of them are healthy. But I think quickly, you know, he's got the most upside of the bunch if somehow, you know, he's able to secure 30-plus minutes a game. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. I, I think the other thing is with the play-in stuff, it's pretty likely now that they're going to be in contention near the end of the season. So I don't think they're going to see, you know, play quickly 32 minutes a night. There. And Thibs will just be playing whoever's hot. It's going to probably be a bit up and down and all over the place. So I don't know. I've, I've got quickly on a, a couple of rosters. I've got Rose on one. Um and uh, I've dropped Burks everywhere. I think that's probably the others you can hold on and they're going to be like borderline 12-team players. You may occasionally find something hotter on the wire. You've just got to take it, play it by ear in your own leagues, I think. Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Trey Young does what he does. He had a big game. He had 23 points. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Get eight assists, get a steal. Um, it was 10 of 12 at the foul line, which is fantastic. But... Six for 19 from the field. It's disappointing, the field goal percentage, and it's pushing his value on the season way down. Like, I think he's about 40th on the season or something like that. He's around 50 on a, on a per-game basis in nine category, and, and yeah, it's, a lot of it has to do with the field goal percentage. So you'd like to see him get it up. Uh, it's it's lower than it was last season. Uh, so you know that there is there is some room for improvement here with him. And... You know, my guess is he, he will figure it out and he will he will improve from this percentage that he's at. Mm. Uh, Clint Cabella had 15 and 18 with a, a, a steal and two blocks, which I love. Seven for 11. I've got him in a couple of leagues and very, very happy with that. Cam Reddish, uh, he's another one. God, his, foul, his field goal percentage sometimes. He had four of 12 from the field, but a bit better. He had 16 points, six rebounds, two assists, but not really contributing to winning basketball. He's not been good. They really... Ah, uh, missing DeAndre Hunter. It's weird to say that, but they've really they've fallen off without him. He was playing very, very well. Kevin Herter had eight points, five assists, and two steals, but he was two for twelve from the field. Is this the Knicks defense that we're talking about here, or is this uh, Atlanta's shooting just being shite house? It's uh, it's Atlanta has been off uh, a few times this year, so it's not the first time this has happened. But the Knicks have good D, and and uh, you know it's credit to them. Uh, now, John Collins, 19 points, four rebounds, assist, as no assist, a steal and a block, eight for 14 from the field. There's rumors swirling about him being traded. If he is traded, it's probably hard to guess what that does for his value, depending on where he goes, I guess. Depends on where he goes, but as, as long as they give him minutes, I mean, right now he's around top 40. I think he'll finish the season higher than that. I think he'll probably be in the top 25. Unless he, unless it ends up being a very crowded situation, but I think he'll probably end up in the top twenty-five. 
The next game on the slate was the Utah Jazz. My goodness, I think that's like 17 out of 18 wins or something for them. Uh, they won this the eighth straight in their latest run. I think before, prior to that, they'd won in like 11 or 12 straight or something. 123 points to 134 in favor of the Jazz over the Philadelphia 76ers. Of course, the 76ers, there was no Joel Embiid. He's got a bit of a back injury. I hope he comes back because I need him to get some games from me in a couple of leagues this week. Uh, for the 76ers first were Ben Simmons. Wow. He had 42, 9, and 12 with a steal and a block, 15 of 26 from the field. That This is the line of the day probably because if you compare this to Randall's line, Randall didn't have any defensive stats. And Simmons was also 12 of 13 from the foul line. Get that up on a poster because that's probably not going to happen again. <laughs> And 15 yeah, of 26 I, from the field. 15 of 26 from the field, too. My my young cousin texted me today. He said, would you trade Booker for Simmons? And I'm like, well, normally, no. I, mm. I would rather have Booker. Now, uh, if your team is set up in such a way that you're punting free throw, then go for it. Mm. And he goes, yeah, I am. I, I already have the worst free throw. I said, all right, then do it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> he goes ahead for 12 or 13 from the free throw line tonight. And and so but he got Simmons in the deal though, right? He was he, yeah, he was yeah. getting Sim. I don't I don't know I the trade hasn't been made yet. So uh but he was just asking my opinion yeah. and I said yeah, you know, and then but now Simmons goes 12 or 13. <laughs> it's an interesting one. Uh also for the 76ers, Tobias Harris had a massive game. He had 36-10 and 2 with two steals. Uh, Danny Green was crap again. He's just not had value this season. He's a drop. Seth Curry had 11 points, one of four from deep. That his foul sh- his shooting has fallen off a bit, but if you see him on a wire and you need threes, I would still go and grab him and stash him because you know he's he's going to be better. Uh, for the, the rest of the guys for the Sixers, it's probably not even worth talking about because we didn't have any Joe Embiid. Uh, Howard was good. He's a streamer, but only when uh, JoJo is out for the Jazz. We need to talk about Jordan Clarkson. My goodness gracious me. He had 40 points. No rebounds, one assist, two steals though, which is nice. Six or seven from the foul line. 8 of 13 from the deep, 13 of 20 from the field. Jordan Clarkson is the sixth man of the year. There's just no doubt about that, is there? No, he's been on fire this year. And this line kind of even shows you, you know, as good as it was, it shows you why his value has never uh, been that high in fantasy. And then you see the low rebounds. Usually does a little better with the assists, but no blocks. Um, And so that always limits him. But again, the scoring, the three-pointers... He gets a little bit of steals. Um, you know, you got to love it. And with Mike Conley out, it uh, looks like he's going to have uh, more run, more usage, uh, and his value is going to be even higher than it's been so far this season. Mm. Yeah, just ridiculous. Uh, Donovan Mitchell had a good game. He had 24 points, three rebounds, and five assists, although the field, the shooting was bad. Nine for 24 from the field, but uh, he, he did his bit in the fourth quarter, as he often does. Joe Ingles is a good streamer whilst... Uh, what's his name? Mike Conley is out, of course. Uh, Jingles had 20 points, three rebounds, five assists and a steal with two three-pointers. That's what you expect from him. Those sort of five or six assists, a couple of three-pointers and, you know, 15-plus points when he gets the opportunity to play 30-plus minutes, which he did today. Rudy Gobert, who I mentioned earlier, has 77 blocks on the season uh, to be second in blocks. He had 11 points, nine rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks here. Just three shots, three of three from the field, but that's not why you've got him. Uh, Bojan 
Mr. Bojangles, Bojan Bogdanovic, he had 11 points and five rebounds. He was terrible from deep, though, zero for six from deep. The Jazz put up 45 three-point shots eight and hit 18 of them for 40%. That's a huge part of what they do. Speaking of three-point shooting and um, huge offense, the Brooklyn Nets won the next game of the slate. They won 136 points to 125 over the Sacramento Kings, who after a pretty good start to the season have really fallen away. They're another team who probably ends up in the play-in, but they're not that great. Uh, the Nets are, though. Their offense is all-time great, uh, even without uh, KD, which is one of the great all offensive players of all time. They still put up 136 points. Kyrie Irving, 44-3 and three with two steals, 15 of 22 from the field, 9 for 11 at the foul line. Uh, sorry, 9 for 11 from deep. That That's so amazing. I thought it was foul shooting. 9 for 11 that's from deep. That's what it looks deep. like. <laughs> 9 for 11 from deep at 82%. His percentages have been amazing. That's why he's top five on a per game. Yeah, that, and that's always been the story with him. I mean, he is one of the most efficient players in the game. He's one of the best players for fantasy. Uh, the only question is, obviously, can he stay on the court? Yeah, and like, just looking here, what is it? Yeah, on the season, he's he's sixth on the season. I thought it was top five on a per game, which is uh, ridiculous given where you picked him up, which is somewhere between, for me, somewhere between pick 22 and 35. Wow, the value. And also, I'm lucky because I'm in some leagues where there's like six Boston Celtics fans and they absolutely mm-hmm. hate him. So yes. he just kept falling and I was like tempting them. I was like, Kyrie's there, Kyrie's there. Go and get him. Go on. He's just there for you. <laughs> and I was like spooking him out. And they were like, he was like, oh, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. And then I got him. So assuming that he's playing in, in April and May, that is just an absolute draft day steal to, to pick him yeah. up in that 20 to 35 range. Wow. James Harden is also wow. He had 29 points. He was plus 33 which is incredible. Kyrie was plus five, by the way. Uh, Harden was plus 33, 29 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists, 10 for 18 from the field, and six for 10 from deep. James Harden is picking it up again after a little bit of a slow start over there in Brooklyn. Yeah, he had to just take a couple of games to get used to his new settings, but he's he's on fire right now, and it looks like he, he may be pushing as a top five guy for the rest of the season. Yeah, so... I saw a few people trading him away for different people, like you know, people trading him away for Kawhi. Kawhi's been amazing. I saw someone traded him away for uh, for, for uh, Trey Young at one point. God, that actually looks really bad now. But I've seen him traded for Paul George as well. But he's the fourth ranked player over the last week, uh, fifth over the last month. So he is into that. Um, you know, he's basically been top five since he went to Brooklyn. Uh, which yeah, you know, and and you can't, and I mean, it's so. You can't trade this guy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if people were worried that he was, you know, his, his value was going to go down. But the only thing that happens is maybe he won't be number one, but he'll be top five. And and he's a guy that typically plays and, and doesn't get hurt. So, I mean, he's he's a guy. It's really hard. To, I mean, moving for Kawhi, I understand, but you can't you can't move him for much less than that. And I think for all the slack he's taken, and you can see this, I mentioned earlier in the in the show with Westbrook last season, he made Westbrook's percentages better because he draws the defense and his passing is just so good. And you can see today the, the Nets shot 57.3% from the field and 57% from deep. And a lot of that is because of the, the, the attention that Harden is drawing and his ability to dish 
really good passes right on the money, right into people's shooting spots. Uh, speaking of which, you've got Jeff Green, for example. He had 13 points, not much else, just two assists, but he had three three-pointers for you, five of 10 from the field. Joe Harris is another one, got a couple of three-pointers. He had 10, three, and one. Uh, Bruce Brown didn't really do much. DeAndre Jordan had 10 points and eight rebounds, four assists. I've got him in a couple of leagues, and he's worth streaming in for the blocks and stuff. For the Kings, uh, the Heart Attack Kings, Darren Fox had 19 and eight. I'm not a big Darren Fox fan, but his shooting was better today. He had eight of 17 from the field, but uh, and two of two from the foul line. Uh, the turnovers were okay as well, but he was minus 21. Didn't really contribute much. Harrison Barnes had a shocker. He's been much better this season, but he started to fall away in the last week or so. He had four points and three rebounds and assist. Buddy Heald is one we've been watching. He had 21-3-4 with a steal on 7 for 13 shooting. Halliburton uh, didn't have his best game. He had 10-3-3, three, three, but Hassan Whiteside played 23 minutes. He had 26 points, 16 rebounds, and 5 blocks. I'm laughing because I picked him up in a few places last week, and then I dropped him, but uh, this is really just because of no Rashawn Holmes. Is it worth grabbing him? I grabbed him in a couple of spots just in case Holmes' injury is worse than what what it seems. And we know that Holmes is not really the most reliable guy with coming back from injuries. Last season, he was out for a bit, and then he was out for ages. He's, he's missed a lot of games over the last four or five seasons, has Holmes. That's correct. And I think that there's nothing wrong with picking him up uh, uh, you know, with the idea that hey, if Holmes is out, let's let's play him. I mean, if if Holmes comes back, you can always drop him, so it's not a big deal. Uh, but Whiteside has posted first round value in the past, and it, I mean, what a line in twenty four minutes! I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, just just absolutely crazy. Um, Bialicia just played four minutes. He's a, he's in trade. There's trade rumors with him floating around, even though he might end up on the Boston Celtics. But for now, he doesn't really have much value. Two games to blast through here to go. And speaking of blasting, Stephen Curry blasted the Cleveland Cavaliers right out of Oakland or San Francisco where they play now. He had 36 points in a 129-point to 98 victory over the Cavaliers. And it was Stephen Curry with 36 points, six assists, seven for 11 from deep, 30 13 from 19 from the field. I think maybe they stuck up some of my slander from early in the season when I said his field goal percentage wasn't looking good and it didn't look good for him this season. <laughs> Since <laughs> not long after I said that, he's been just on an absolute tear and that shooting is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he heard enough of the haters. Yeah, I, I, I think I think early on he was struggling a bit because like Draymond Green was not playing at all, and you can see here Green had sixteen assists, six points, sixteen assists, one steal, and two blocks, eight rebounds. It seems like almost every week we're talking about something, and you say that's the Draymond Green line right there. Yep, and there and that's what it is, right? Just the low points, the rebounds, the assists, steals, blocks. Great game for him. And yeah, and he's he's been a big big difference maker for the Warriors. I mean, when he missed those first few games, they weren't even remotely competitive. Yeah, and Kelly, I mean, those were blowouts. Kelly Oubre has also been uh, better alongside the Warriors being better over the last sort of three or four weeks or so. He, especially the last couple of weeks, he had fourteen and three with an assist, two steals, and a block. Those defensive categories. He's another one of my guys. He was, he was 6 of 14 from the field, which is okay. He's had much worse shooting than that. He's definitely been better, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, but he's, he's, he got, he's gotten a lot better, and anyone who's stuck patiently with him 
they're being rewarded now. Uh, Juan Toscano Anderson is an interesting streamer. I'm streaming him in a couple of leagues, and I'm glad about that because he had 13 points, five rebounds, two assists, a steal on a block. He's very efficient, four for five from the field. He was a perfect four of four from the foul line. Have a look if you need a streamer. Um, he might be a long streamer depending on what kind of injuries and other things you've got. And he's helping me out in a couple of leagues. Uh, Michael Mulder, uh, he had 12 points and nothing else in his 17 minutes. Eric Paschal had 14 points, eight rebounds, an assist and a steal. But this was a blowout, so it's a bit hard to read too much into it. You know that it was a blowout because Kent Bazemore played 24 minutes. He was plus 24 as well, though. He had seven <laughs> points, two rebounds, a steal and two blocks. Bazemore, defensive streamer, maybe? I don't think so. <laughs> Just just too much garbage time tonight. Yeah. Uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Jarrett Allen played 29 minutes. He had 13 points and 14 rebounds with an assist and a steal. Andre Drummond did not play a minute at all. This was rest-related or trade-related because there's big talk about him being traded. If you got Jarrett Allen and, and you know, traded, bought low for him when he was at the Nets, you're probably pretty happy right now, aren't you? Oh, you got to be feeling great. They have... Stated they're going to get rid of Drummond and Allen, who was already having a career best season, uh, you know, had just gotten clear, clear land, you know, running strip to uh, take off. So uh, he's been top 65 this year. He'll probably be, be better than that for the rest of the season. Yeah, and it's a bit of a shame that Larry Nance is out at the moment because when they don't have, they only really need to have one of their best sort of offensive uh, guys missing and Nance does offer stuff with his assists and stuff on the offensive end as well as his defensive abilities too but all the screens and stuff so there was no Drummond as we mentioned but there was no Larry Nance still as well and so the Cavs have just gone back to not being very good after looking really good in the beginning of the season. Darius Garland had 16 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists and a steal which is great. Sexton had a little bit better game after having some bad ones but he was minus 26. Garland was minus 39 in terms of the box, uh, the plus minus. Uh, Sexton, 23, 3 and 5 with three steals on 9 for 20 shooting. Uh, Chetty Osman had 17 and 10 with two assists and two steals, but 6 for 15 from the field. Just really poor, poor shooting with them. The last game on the slate, the Miami Heat went down to the Clippers. Uh, Clippers win their fourth straight game, and it's behind Marcus Morris, the black belt shit talker, um, flagrant fouling Marcus Morris. It's Marcus Morris time again, and with this injury to uh, Paul George, which seems like it's going to linger, I grabbed Marcus Morris in a couple of spots, and I'm going to put some bids in him from time. He had 32 points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal, 11 for 15 from the field. He was a top 50 points league player last season for the New York Knicks because he just his usage was off the charts. And in 26 minutes, he will provide value. Yeah, with I mean, George is out. Kawhi was out tonight. Nick Batum was out. Um, I mean, he really stepped up, and, and, and he's going to have a nice run of value if all those guys miss more time. I think even if two of them are out, he probably still provides value. And it's well pointed out that they've got three guys missing, but... Yeah, just just huge stuff. Lou Williams. Also yeah, if the, if those two are, if the two that are out are Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Oh, of course, yeah. Then, yeah. then yes. But I mean, even if it's more. even if it's just one of them and one of their other guys are out, I think he still yeah. he still has value. Obviously, he's not going to have this much usage, and 
Um, and but he but he he's never he's never seen a shot he doesn't like taking. You just don't worry about that. He had 15 tonight. Uh, Reggie Jackson had just six points, but he had eight assists. Serge Barker had seven, seven, and nine. Lou Williams. It's Lou Williams time again. He's a guy I slandered a lot, but he played 35 minutes. He had 18 points and 10 assists. Uh, just eight for 20 from the field. He, you pick him up at the moment, don't you? Yes, it's open season for all Clippers right now that are active. So yeah. if if until until Kawhi and Paul both come back and and even then, like you said, if if just one of them is out, there's still a lot more usage to go around. And speaking of which, we saw Zubac had 22 points, eight rebounds, and assist and a steal. He was nine for 11 from the field. And once again, I always mention his foul shooting, perfect four for four for Zubac. Uh, just a great game from him. And if you held on to him, he's one of those guys, he's only been borderline, just inside the top 100. Uh, you may have dropped him. He may be on a wire if he's there. Go and grab him. But just don't expect this every night, of course. For the Miami Heat, uh, Tyler Hero, is he back? He had 27 points, five rebounds, two assists, 20 shots, 11 for 20 from the field. He had 40 minutes, four of 10 from deep. He's been bad this season, but this is what he's capable of, isn't it? Yep, yep. We, we, we've seen him. We've seen him play well. So uh, if he can get some consistency, if the team could get some consistency, um, you know, he might be a nice guy for the second half of the season. Jimmy Butler had 30, 10, and 10 with two steals, 10 for 19 from the field. He's been really good since he came back from COVID. Lost, he lost a bit of weight and didn't look great, but he's just been he's been off the charts. Bam as well, played 35 minutes, huge minutes uh, and contributions. He had 27, 12, and 7 with a steal and two blocks. Duncan Robinson uh, had three threes, but three from 11, five for 13 overall, not fantastic. 13, four, and one with those three three-pointers. Kendrick Nunn was a minus 17. He just played 22 minutes. He had six, two, and one. If you've got him somewhere, he's probably a drop. Kelly Olynyk was crapped. Am I going to drop Kelly? I paid 20 bucks for him in one league, uh, Hank, and I just that money makes me not want to drop him. But And he's been a top 100 player. Do we just write this off? He only played 14 minutes, and he had two points, two rebounds, and assist, one for six from the field, and zero for four from deep. How deep is the league? 12 teams. How many teams? 12. 12. Um, he's a borderline 12-team player. Uh, b- borderline. Uh, the... He runs hot sometimes. He runs cold. Uh, I I stay away from him because I know you can't. You can never hold on to him too long. Mm. Um, if if the wire is is if there's a good guy on the wire, you know, run with it. But he's he does these he does these cold streaks, so it's gonna happen. Alrighty, the Hank. second you drop, the second you drop him, I'll have a good game. Yeah, he will. He will. He's, he's just, it's like that, isn't it? So don't um, worry about that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hanging on to him unless there's something that has season long value. I'm not going to drop him for a hot streamer unless I'm in desperate trouble in the league. That's it's the time of the season where you start making decisions a bit more like that, isn't it? Like if you're outside of the the top six or you're in free fall. Like I'm in a couple of leagues where I was first, but I've got some shocking injuries and I just I can't put up with lines like this in a league where I'm in free fall, falling down the table or I'm trying desperately to hold on to a spot in the top six or get into it. You sort of got to make your decisions a little bit based on where your team is at in some regards, don't you? That's correct. I mean, I've, I have a team with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Nurkic, OG Ananobi. <laughs> How's that going uh, for you? I have I have Carl Towns as well. Okay. Um, I I mean, this is an amazing team that I have, and nobody is playing. I have Holmes. Oh, I think I think I can beat that because I'm in the in the Dan, in Dan's seventy five dollar Roto League. This is my team. 
Um, firstly, I lost Tommy the Tank Bryant for the season, and I lost Fultz. I've got PJ Washington, <laughs> OG Ananobi, Cole Anthony, Lamarcus Aldridge, Christian Wood, and Paul George. <laughs> wow, you did top me. That is absolutely unbelievable, brutal, isn't it? And plus, I've got plus I've got Ubre, who was just shocking for like chunks of the season and I've got Garland who I held on to and he he's missed almost half of the season before he came back just oh my I was first after like the first few weeks and now I've fallen all the way down to seventh or eighth you just I mean sometimes you just, there's nothing you can do I, I could drop some of those players but then like you know what what's on the wire is not that great it's almost like it's a write-off and there's not really unless all of them come back healthy and other people get injuries i'm not going to win in that 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 league yeah i mean you just you got to just hold tight and hopefully you get in the playoffs and oh that's right guys... sorry that's that's a roto oh, league yeah oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's kind of like depressing isn't it because like yeah. with roto then it's over if in roto rewards you if you're really good um but if you're like Team's mediocre for for like a long stretch for whatever reason. There's no real recovery from it unless um, unless you're really lucky and all of them come back and they're all healthy for the rest of the season. But I do digress. We've hit the 50-minute mark in five seconds or so. Hank, thank you very much for joining me. It's always fun on a Monday. And it seems like we get like some of the most exciting lines. Jordan Clarkson absolutely going off. Randall having a huge game. Harden just amazing. Kyrie, it was wonderful speaking with you. You are a good lucky charm, I think, in terms of finding things for us to talk about. Um, I wish I was a lucky charm for my fantasy players. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, my gotta get it help on my team so all right let's uh we'll do it again next week i'll look forward to it mate you take care good luck to your family and we'll see you on the other side thank you you too this has been a hoop ball presentation Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.